What's up, team? Before we head into the episode, I just wanted to take a second to give a special shout out to Just Move. That is my online subscription platform. I have hundreds of workouts over on Just Move, anything from cardio, strength, mobility. We even have other coaches on there. You can do yoga, dance, and so much more. And right now, we have 50% off an annual membership. So what are you waiting for? Head on over to JustMove.com and let's get moving. What's up, team, and welcome to the KaisaFit Podcast. Before we begin, I wanted to just acknowledge the times that we are in, and I'm hoping that this is finding you all well and healthy. I also wanted to let you know that several of these episodes were recorded previous to COVID-19, so please just keep that in mind as you listen. All right, team, let's jump into it. How's it going, Kaiza? Good. How are you doing today, Lex? Just, you know, living. Living the dream. Living, breathing. She's not living the dream because I pulled her up from beautiful, sunny Cali to be up here in this <laughs> rainy weather. But I'm so Nothing I'm not here. used to. Thank you for having me. Yes. Thank you for having me. What are we diving into today? Let's talk about injuries, mm. which is a, a tricky topic. That's an important topic, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Definitely. So I think what I would love to talk about when it comes to injuries, I mean, in addition to maybe hearing some of your experiences with injuries that you've overcome, um, is also talking about the mental side of injuries and how you kind of navigate that and heal not only your body, but your mind. Yeah. I mean, so this is a huge topic. I'm glad we're talking about this. And it's actually very relevant um, to what's going on in my world right now. Yeah. So the first thing that I have come to realize about injuries is that it's not a negative thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's taken me a long time. I mean, I still work through that. But I truly believe that injuries are our body's way of loudly trying to tell us something. I think that in in almost any injury that I've had, it's always been looking back stuff was going on and I wasn't listening to my body and all the little kind of cues that she was giving me. And then finally something, you know, happened big enough. But injuries have guided a lot of the turns of directions in my life. So I actually have a pretty big love and appreciation for them. Not when they happen and not in the moment, let's be real, but for the lessons that they've taught me. Yeah. What are some of the biggest lessons your injuries have taught you? I mean, I'm going through one right now. It's really fascinating. I have an injury in my heel Mm -hmm. um, and it's showing up as like a bone spur. Mm -hmm. So, and I've gotten, you know, it x-rayed and basically it's just, I'm in a lot of pain all the time. And it's hilarious because there, it's not showing up on an x-ray, like nothing's wrong with my heel. And so it is so clear that my body is trying to tell me that I need you to take, you know, Right now, sit down and take account of what's going on in your world. And the one thing that has been pretty loudly talking to me is that I need to work on my spirituality and the Mm. mental side of my health. And it's been talking to me for a while. Yeah. And, you know, it's at this point in time, I'm not listening to it Mm -hmm. until literally like a few weeks ago, it finally hit me loud enough that the injury is not going away. Like I was supposed to run a marathon or half marathon in April. And I basically, you know, I can't do that. I had to cancel that. And it's, it's loud enough now that I'm like, okay, I'm going to listen. I got it. I hear yeah. you. 
but I think, you know, it's so easy to be, you know, depressed or feel like it's a setback, but I honestly feel like they're gifts. And I think that that's one of the loud ways that your body is trying to talk to you. Yeah, definitely. I'm curious what the journey was maybe like to understand that. Because I'm sure if you've had injuries maybe when you were younger and you didn't feel that way, what was the process where you started to learn how to appreciate and figure out what those injuries were trying to teach you? Yeah, great question. Um, So I think the first one, so I had never really been injured. I got to college and then I was injured the entire time in college. And it was overuse injuries. Mm -hmm. So basically just after one thing healed, the next thing would fall apart. And so when I exited college, my injuries led me into training because I wanted to learn about my body and I wanted to heal my body. So I got to the point where I became a certified trainer. And I think we all know the story. I basically started training and fell in love with it. But that was the first time that I realized an injury had a positive effect Mm -hmm. on my life. Um, And so I kind of started my relationship around that kind of shifted and I just took note of it. After college, I had this kind of little burning flame still inside of me that I wanted to compete. I started um, doing CrossFit workouts and trying to compete in some things. Mm -hmm. And again, I was super injured and my body just had had enough. So I took a break from that and started really focusing on body weight workout. And it just totally shifted the way I felt about my body and in my body. And again, that came from an injury. So it was like, all right, ding number two of like a positive little, you know, nugget in my pouch of what an injury was trying to teach me. And then one of the most major ones um, happened in my late 20s. Um, I was just playing in a rec soccer game and the goalie kicked me and he just literally broke my leg. Mm. And that was the most traumatizing one and the most profoundly, like it literally shifted everything in my world. Because at that point in time, I had just started on my own in social media Mm -hmm. and I was feeling a lot of the pressure of like keeping up with the you know, the image of having to create my workouts all day, every day. I was trying to come back from two bad bodies and trying to rebuild what we, what I was now trying to do on my own. Mm -hmm. And I felt like an injury was the most detrimental thing ever to me, but it was absolutely the most incredible thing. I remember several days into my injury, I was sitting on my couch, just so depressed and feeling like, I know this is dramatic, but I am dramatic feeling like my world was over. Mm -hmm. And it just like it hit me all of a sudden like okay like what what are you trying to tell me yeah. and i just had this moment of being almost in some sense outside of myself and i had this conversation with my body and it was like holy shit still to this day i am beating you up like still to this day yeah. i'm upset that yeah. you never were the athlete that i wanted you to be or thought that you could be mm-hmm. still to this day I basically trash you. I don't support you and love you the way that I should. And you're out here doing everything you possibly can for me. And I'm just over here not even saying thank you, but saying like, it's not good enough. And so it, I mean, it literally hit me like a shit ton of bricks. And I was like, I remember talking to my leg. Sound crazy right now, but I was Mm -hmm. like, I will literally from this point on, Do everything that you possibly tell me and need me to do. I'll be as in touch with you as I possibly can. I will listen to you from a little whisper that you tell me about Mm -hmm. something. I will listen to you. And it changed the whole course of my life and everything Mm -hmm. that I was doing. I mean, I literally got off the couch in that moment, went to the gym and started doing every single leg and like core exercise and upper body that I could Mm -hmm. just to prove to myself, like I can still move, Mm -hmm. but from here on out, you come first. Yeah. 
not my mind, not living up to something that I thought I needed to achieve. Like I let go of all that. That's so great. And I don't think that sounds crazy at all because think about how much shit we talk to our bodies. We say mean shit to our bodies all the time. So it's not crazy to (laughs) say something nice to your body to help it heal. No, I know. And we've talked about that in another podcast, but it's like, she's always listening to Mm -hmm. me, you know, and whether or not I'm saying it out loud um, or I'm thinking it, you know, she's absorbing that. So that was just, that was a huge shift again in a realization that injuries are, they're really not coming out of nowhere, even though they may seem like it. And they're really not setbacks, even though they may seem like it. I mean, the one that I'm dealing with right now is incredibly frustrating, but I'm so aware. It's almost comical. Mm, Like I'm so aware of why it's happening right now and what's going on. I mean, less, I tell you, I have gone to every person I possibly can in my Rolodex of like who can help heal me from energy workers to my naturopath, chiropractor, my physical therapist, my trainer, like everybody. And everybody's just basically says like, "Mm, like this is showing up as a bone spur, yeah. but if it was a bone spur, it would show up in an X-ray. Yeah. So it's 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 laughable yeah. to me because at this point in time, it's so clear that yeah. she's literally just saying, "I need you to listen mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. I need you to slow down the movement and yep. start working on the mental side. And yep. if you're not going to listen to me, then I'm going to force you to slow exactly. down." Exactly. So it's exactly what's happening right now. Yeah. How have you learned to figure out not only that your body is telling you to slow down, but like what areas you should be working on instead. Mm. I think that's such a beautiful thing. I'm curious. That's a good question. Um, I think that it stems from the fact that I am pretty connected Mm -hmm. with myself. And I think I almost start to feel like I sound redundant saying Mm -hmm. that it's vitally important to do the things and to find the tools to help you get connected to yourself and stay connected. Yeah. And hilarious that this is like movement is the way that I connect. And so I'm very in tune with knowing like if I'm showing up almost every day to my workouts and just like not feeling it. And like if I'm in that state, like I'm using that. That's my tool to tell me like there is something else going on. Like what is it? And so I feel like it's been a process of getting connected to myself. I mean, I've been. I've been so disconnected to myself for so long. So it is definitely a work um, and a, always a work in progress to get back to myself and, and to feel like where I'm at today is in a good place. But it's being able to be connected and it's being mm-hmm. able to listen yep. and listen carefully. Yeah. And also be okay with like what you hear. Because mm-hmm. sometimes, and again, that sounds like crazy, but like I re- your body will tell you everything that you need to know. And all the way back to like career choices mm-hmm. in everything, in relationships with people. Everything that you possibly need to know, your body will tell you that if you're connected. And being able to hear from the small little whisper of it trying to tell you something, Mm -hmm. whether you're in the room, like, you know, like you go and you meet somebody and like your stomach doesn't feel right. It's your intuition. Yeah, I true. My, that is my body's way of saying like, "Mm -mm, move on, on to the next. Yeah. Yeah. And I listen now. Yeah. And the injuries have taught me that more than anything Mm -hmm. of how valuable and they've never led me astray Mm -hmm. every time I've had an injury although it's taken you know it takes me a while to like wrap my mind around it this one took me four months Mm -hmm. to like really you know wrap my mind around this one and where I needed to go but it's never left me astray it's always pushed me in the right direction Mm -hmm. always yeah yeah so for people who may not be as well seasoned with listening to their bodies Mm -hmm. yet how do you recommend someone 
either quiet down and start listening or be able to better understand what their body is trying to tell them? I I think one of the things that I always used was joy and happiness. Mm-hmm. I think that anybody can take a moment and just reflect on what brings them happiness and joy in their life. Yeah. And to do more of that. Yeah. And to kind of like fearlessly do more of that. Yeah. Like I've said this a lot, even if I'm talking to trainers and I'm saying, you know, to be able to step in your space and, you know, do what you're passionate about. And sometimes that may mean that some of you in this crew may realize that training is not the thing that you're most passionate about. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's where like I really encourage people to just start chasing that. Yeah. Me chasing my happiness and trying to figure out at all costs, no matter what, to honor that was what led me, you know, to where I am and what helped me um, develop a deeper connection with myself. But I think it's, as with everything, it's practice and it's work and it takes time. And I think it's really important for people to understand, like, I've been, I think since right outside of college, I have worked so hard on myself. So that's a good, you know, 14 years. Mm -hmm. Um, So it takes time and being patient is so important in the process. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I think that's a really good segue into my next question, which is just around the mindset when it comes to injuries. It can be so frustrating if you're used to being able to do certain things Mm -hmm. or especially for those people who, like you, movement is a really big tool. And then if you're all of a sudden not able to do that or not able to do that in the way that you're used to doing it, how do you kind of tackle mindset when that happens? But the hilarious thing is, well, for me, I guess not not everybody is like me, but the hilarious <laughs> thing is at the end of the day, it's my mind that's upset. It's yeah. not my body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, it's true. When I was recovering from that broken leg, I yeah. started getting into more mobility and mm-hmm. some of my more dynamic but kind of like slower movements and it led me into I mean it led me into my mobility one routine but into like such a deeper understanding of my body and it my body had never felt better Mm -hmm. my body was loving what I was doing in that moment in that time so it's just my mind like my mind gets disappointed because my mind has these ideas of what it wants to do and what it wants to achieve and you know, whatever, whatever. But at the end of the day, when I can just shut that up mm-hmm. and I can say caring for my body comes first, that's all that really matters. And my body proves to my mind every single time that she knows what's up. Mm-hmm. So let's be real. Like mm-hmm. every single time, any time that I have listened to that and changed it up, my body has always been happy and therefore I've been happy. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So I, it almost sounds like our minds at times need more healing than our bodies do. Oh my gosh. I'm like, everything is in the mind. Everything is in the mind. Speaking about the mind though, like people always ask me like, you must've been a crazy athlete in college. And I was like, no, I was an epic failure Mm -hmm. because I didn't believe, like my mind was not connected to my body and my mind literally, I did not believe in myself. It literally had no respect for my body and what it could do and it was trying to run the course. And it wasn't until I started coming out and just having fun with movement and setting my mind aside and having no, there were no goals, there were no results I was going for. Like I was like, this doesn't matter. It's how I feel. And every single day that may be different, but whatever I feel, whatever I want to do, that's what we're doing. And Mm -hmm. I honored that. 
And again, every lesson for me really comes in movement and being in mm-hmm. touch with my body. But it taught me so much about the fact that, like, your mind's always going to run and race. Mm-hmm. No knock to my mind, but the, my mind is more always going to be that negative side of things, like yeah. the things you should do this or you can't do this. Yeah. And so I don't try to get in touch with my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to be in touch with my body and I'm mm-hmm. trying to be in touch with, like, how I feel at all times, like how I physically feel, yep. not what I think, yep. how I feel. Totally. Yeah. And I think it's because our minds – our minds are in some ways like still very primal when it comes to survival. And so if we're used to being able to do certain things, because for us, that's what safety is, or that's where our ego is wrapped up or worthiness or whatever, our mind is always going to be like, okay, but this thing, this is is what we do. This is where we feel safe. Oh, and for me, I totally, I definitely agree with the primal, but like ego and worthiness Mm -hmm. is everything to me. Like those are such those have been such driving forces to me in the most yeah. negative way possible. Yeah. And I think that, again, I think everything takes patience and I think that everything is um, is a learning lesson. And I think that the biggest thing is that you have to be so kind and gentle you know, to yourself. Mm-hmm. But for me, every single time that I honored what my body was saying yeah. and shut my mind up a little bit, it always turned into something positive. Mm-hmm. And I think that, again, my version of positive yeah. was whether or not I was happy, right? I think it's really important to understand that you have to start, you know, respecting and valuing different things in life because, you know, the mind could lead lead you to your multi-million dollar home and your nice car and your Louis bag. But at the end of the day, like I, what my goal is and what I'm always striving for is like happiness Mm -hmm. and happiness may lead me anywhere, but because I'm happy, it doesn't matter. Like that's the place that I need to be. Yeah, Mm, that's beautiful. I'm curious too. I feel like this is going to be one of those questions where you're going to be like, less, oh, but that's gosh. okay. That's why I like to ask. <laughs> Get ready. So, for this. we've talked a little bit about, and this was more so in your documentary, not as much on the podcast, but about you processing things inward. Mm-hmm. I'm curious if there's any correlation between your body telling you to pump the brakes or injuries happening when you are like holding on to something oh, inward. Oh. <laughs> Always. Yeah. Always. You know, there's this thing um, my naturopath always says to me, disease is the body in Mm dis-ease. And it's so fascinating because – so I went to go see this energy worker Mm -hmm. because I I knew that there were some other things going on with my body and with my life. Mm -hmm. And my body is – she like absorbs everything and then tries to spit it out in a language that I understand, right? Because like kind of you don't understand everything that's going on in your Mm -hmm. world and you can't. So she absorbs it and then tries to tell me it. And it was so fascinating because this woman was like, whoa, somebody is doing you really wrong right now. Like really, really wrong. And she was like, your entire body is inflamed. She's like, I see the heel. Like I know that. And this woman knows not an ounce, nothing about me. And other than my heels bother me. Yeah. She's like, I see the heel. I totally understand that. It goes all the way up the right side. And we worked a lot on, so your right side is male and your left side is female. Mm-hmm. So we kind of like dove into that. And she worked a lot on clearing that energy. Mm-hmm. But really for me, what it was, was recognizing that. I already knew that. Mm-hmm. I already knew that. Yeah. I already knew the situation. And I already knew that it was affecting me like really deeply. And I knew that I was carrying it and I wasn't letting go of it. Yeah. And so I think at the end of the day, again, you know, I'm fortunate to be in a space where I like really seek and have good people, you know, and and 
people around me that can help me, but I knew it. Yeah. I knew that I was in, you know, a space where my body was trying to tell me that this is something that you got to you got to cut out and yeah. you got to let go. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just always go she's never let me down. I just always go back to like sometimes I'm bummed that it takes me that long to like yeah. honor her and listen to what she's saying, yeah. but you know, at least it's 4 months and not 4 years. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Absolutely. So for you, what does it mean to heal or to feel healed? Like what does mm. healing look like for you or feel like? I like that you change it. I don't ever think it's healed. Yeah. I think it's always healing. Yeah. Um, I think it's something that's constantly in motion. Yeah. I think for me, a lot of times with healing, I I think it's important to reflect back on where I was and where I am mm-hmm. um, rather than thinking about where I want to go. Yeah. I think that's more of like a cup half full mentality. Yeah. Um, something for me that I'm constantly feel like I haven't healed from and it bums me out and I get a little, um, you know, I talk a little shit to myself in my mind Mm -hmm. is the negative relationship that I was in, Mm -hmm. you know, in my younger years. And it's interesting because I think that the mindset switch is not, is instead of being upset that I'm not somewhere that I visualize myself needing quote unquote to be. Mm -hmm. It's more so like so proud of where I was and where I am now um, and having a really deep understanding of who I was at that time and why I was there and just loving her, you know, and not being upset by that, but just really knowing that like I did the best that I, you know, could fucking do. And I've come so, I've done so much work and I've come so far you know, to be at this point now and to be proud of that and not to be upset that I'm not further along or where I want to be. So healing and never healed. Mm. Ooh, that is a word <laughs> on that note. That is your word. <laughs> <laughs> you brought life to it. I just mm. asked the question. Thank you. Oh, that was beautiful. Thank you, Les. Yeah, thank you for that, Kaisa. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, always. Thank you. It's just so, it's like, whew. I don't think people realize how much the like being able to sit here with you and like these podcasts help me. Like mm-hmm. I feel literally every single time that we get done with a conversation, I feel like 10 pounds lighter. I just feel like I have so I don't think I realize I have so much damn baggage that I carry around. <laughs> like let me let go of these bags. It's heavy heavy weight, mm-hmm. but I think if there's any takeaway to that, it's like share your story and let it go. Because yep. when you share it, you release it. And mm-hmm. it's like you don't need it. We don't need to carry it anymore. Yep. And by carrying that, it's like for me, I carry these stories and they dictate. Like mm-hmm. they drive the things that I do. And yep. I'm like, no more. Don't need it. Like no more. Yeah. Yeah. Let it go. So long-winded way of saying thank you. <laughs> I appreciate you so much. And team, again, thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you all. Team, thank you so much for being a part of this brand new Kaisa Fit podcast. And a major thank you to my girl, Les, at Balanced Black Girl, for helping me make this dream a reality. You can go check us out at kaisafit.com. And if you have a moment, please go leave a review on iTunes. This is new, and I would love to hear what you think. Thanks again for joining me today. <laughs> <laughs>